0: This is The Proper Animal. This is the All I Eat at Steak podcast live. I guess when you listen to it, it's not live, but you're pretty timely with your listen. So we'll say live from Houston, Texas, home of the free, land of the brave. Houston, Texas is open for business. Um, the people have decided uh, a long time ago here, actually, that what The Proper Animal's been saying for a long time, that... Uh, This is nonsense, and let's get back to work. And that's happening throughout the country. Um, The last of the Mohicans in the insanity world will be California and the East Coast. Of course, the East Coast has at least in New York City some real cases there, uh, although they're very um, fake also. So you got some real cases, and then you got probably 50 to 75% fake cases to pad the numbers uh, for various financial reasons and various political reasons. So don't even, if you have any concern at all, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that we've been right from the entire time. And all we did was use logic, and we knew that the mainstream media would be lying. So... If you just use logic and you know the mainstream media narrative is going to be completely incorrect... ...for evil, stupid reasons... ...then you uh, knew what was happening the whole time. And so we're just happy to be in a place where the majority of people know it's bullshit too. And that's all that needs to happen. It just needs... California just needs to move from majority people, low IQ... Uh, to majority people awakened you can still be low IQ but awakened and then it will push the leaders to reconsider their extraordinarily insane misguided and deadly practice because what the thought that I have this morning was that and I got this from um, just some reports that I had seen and my Twitter feed from some you know people smarter than I and Santa Clara just tested and they said that the, <laughs> it's like, we've all had it. We have herd immunity. Herd immunity has already happened in California and that the the mortality rate is lower than the flu. And we've been saying that forever, but you get shouted down so hard when you say that by seriously mentally ill people. Don't let mentally ill afraid people affect your freedom. All right. That's a big, big no, no in proper animal land. Proper animals do not allow mentally ill scared people to determine their life. And uh, once you kind of like can use those mentally ill, disturbed, highly scared people as a contrary indicator, things become quite interesting uh, because you're able to very easily use that as fuel and use that as an opportunity. That's called contrarianism. And we can talk about that uh, a little bit more later on. But for now, let's just wrap up the, the thesis and the news and all this. And stock market's been great. Uh, fortunes have been made since the, the bottom. And we, we look like we're, we're headed much higher as well. Now, there's some economic things that still need to happen. Like you, you got two-thirds of the workforce that really can't work from home. And so, some of them are being paid. Some of them are being furloughed. A lot of them are just unemployed. And we've got to rectify that by opening up the economy as quickly as possible. The middle part of the country is going to do that. Probably, it has already kind of done that, like under the surface, like defying the the whatever orders from the governors. But the the governors um, of these places will eventually start to open it up under the cover of the president who gave them that order yesterday so uh, but what what, a point we want to make though about the herd immunity thing is that and this totally makes sense based on the insanity and stupidity of the lockdowns is that the lockdowns now actually stopped us from having full herd immunity Right Full herd immunity, right? So probably in California, we have 70 to 80 percent herd immunity, but because the lockdowns came in, now we have less of it. So we, we still have to, we have to get to 100 percent herd immunity to kill this thing for real. And you know, we'll do that as we open back up, but that's fascinating to us, and that's, of course. The contrarian take of the moment is that the lockdowns, not only were they horrifying and terrible public policy for the the economy and for for health, but for this actually specifically for the virus itself, the worst possible outcome is because we didn't get full herd immunity. It stopped us from getting full herd immunity. So uh, insane, but factual. And uh, we'll be seeing that as we open back up and you know there there will be an uptick because I mean look if you keep people isolated in their homes just all cause mortality is, is gonna drop through the through the floor which it has but we make we take that trade we make that trade because we want to have freedom and so what side are you on freedom or safety right and so the founding fathers knew that actually if you're just all about safety, right, you won't get it. And this is something that we knew when we, when we um, went to Thailand and when we flew through Hong Kong was that if you on a personal or a societal level are so afraid and you let fear determine your choices in life, then you will attract, you will attract that which you fear. And it might not come in the specific way in in what you're hiding from but something else will come right you it, it, it's just a law it's one of those laws of nature and so what uh the founding fathers of this country knew um and they wouldn't quantify it in, in on the individual level like the proper animal is about to for you is like if there's if there's some stu- something out there if there's some sort of illness out there, you want to face it. If there's some sort of threat out there, you want to face it, especially if the threat is so tiny, is so tiny that you just want to get it over with and be out there and face it. And that level of strength that you show yourself, even if you're afraid, right, it, it almost, it almost, not always, it almost guarantees that you're actually going to be stronger and not get sick. Uh, It's a state of mind. It's the placebo. It's the placebo effect, the positive placebo. Right? And so we're always going to be about going out there and the thing that scares us, we're going to step into it and step into it fully and do it and then grow. And that's how we grow. Also, what what we knew from the beginning, from the beginning, is that never, never was this ever, from all the data that came in from China months ago, never was this thing More than, like, from any by any logical stretch, more than a one percent fatality rate for people infected. And if you had herd immunity, which we all did, which we knew, then it's like comparable to the flu. But even at one percent, we said, even at one percent, if you are. In that 1% of the least metabolically healthy you're fucked and we're not so I mean it's not like we're not compassionate to that 1% it's just that we're not so we don't need to do we don't need to even be concerned it if, if was 10% it was 10% figure it like this find out where you are from a metabolically from a metabolical health perspective Versus the rest of the population. That's why we've always been like intensely trying to get into that top 1%. That top 1%. Intuitively, like we didn't know it was this was coming, but intuitively we were like, we gotta get. Okay, first of all, we were um in the bottom 50% five years ago. We were in the bottom fifty percent for sure, even in this very unhealthy country. We were in the bottom 50%. And so we was like, we're going to, okay, first thing it was like, get in the top 10%, get in the top 10%. And that was the goal. Then we got in the top 10%. Like, okay, what can we do to, to get in the top 1%? And we stumbled, we experimented our willingness to try things. We stumbled upon the carnivore way of eating. And now we're in the top 1%. And now we're like, okay, let's get into the 0.001%, right? And so if you're in that space, and let me give you a great piece of news also, it's not about how you physically look right now. So you can be overweight, you can be, you know, you can have like some some problems, you can be pre-diabetic, you can have all these things. But if you've put together, like all you have to do on this, on the carnivore way of eating is put together a week or two or a month of repair, of, of metabolic repair, and you will, st- and it's like where you're going. Because internally, internally, like your cells Your cells will be the most metabolically, your cells will put you in the top 10%. So it doesn't matter what you look like. The external will eventually happen. The external will arrive when it arrives. But think about it like this. Um, If you look at, you you look at, um, you look at two guys, okay? And, and, And one of them is, metabolically one of them's fat okay you got a fat guy and then you got a super jacked guy right but but the one that's that that isn't looking so jacked right it's let's say it's a it's a it's a saturday night right and the guy that's super jacked the guy that's super jacked okay for, for the guy that's me- the guy that's not that, that doesn't look very good has been carnivore for a month. So his internally, he's, his, his metabolism's revving, his cells are thanking him, he feels amazing, and then the jack guy on Saturday night goes out and does a ton of drugs and has an overdose and dies. He's putting all these toxins into his body, and even though he looks amazing, he's fucking dead. And so that's the difference, right? So it, it doesn't matter what you look like. If you just put together a week, you can, you can reset your... It's the whole thing is about glucose, right? And so sugar is evil. And the destroyer has nailed this thing. The sugar is evil, 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 and we've been lied and lied and lied about it, that it's benign. We continue to be lied about it. Not just by not just by um, uh, you know, so the powers that be. This is not see, a great lesson about this is it's not about the powers that be. It's about the people. It's about the herd, the collective insanity, or the collective sanity of the herd, right? And so, uh, you know, people, like I still see it, it's like people like eating ice cream, posting it on their thing, and they're not, they are not—they don't know, they don't know what they're doing. But it's like, the sugar is evil, and your glucose levels will determine your health. So it will be the most important marker for health going forward. And you can, no matter what, where you are on your path, you can reset your fasting glucose levels in 24 hours. You can reset your fasting glucose levels in, 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 in a month. If you can do this way of eating for a month, no matter where you started, it's going to be very, very challenging for you to get ill at all. Because no matter where you start, when your fasting glucose levels are zero at, on the carnivore way of eating... The body begins its miraculous process of healing. Your cells at the cellular level, inside the cells. God is working and saying, thank you, thank you. We're going to get you healthy, right? And it happens so fast. So you're going to be met- metabolically healthy and it might not look like it yet. But keep going, keep doing this and just know that you're repairing a lifetime of toxins and you'll be able to do it in like a year or two right so it's like it's not like oh wow this is taking so long for me to lose weight it's you know it's like no no it's like you've been for the proper animal abusing yourself for 40 something years and now you get to in one year repair it all and that's the, the the challenging thing for a lot of you because uh, there are some, some of you that are listening to this podcast that are quite young, so you don't get it yet. You don't quite. You're, you're not getting the contrast. You're, you're you're eating more carnivore-ish, and I love that. There's a lot of there's a lot of you actually that listen to this that are pretty strict relative to everything else. But what you what, what, where you're you just don't have the experience of an older person, right, to understand that like it is cumulative. The garbage that you put in your body so it's just like anything else enjoy you know enjoy your your youth enjoy your ability to have you know a, a, eat a whole cake and then drink a bunch of beers and then come back the next day and feel okay right but that's cumulative it will eventually end and it ended for us in, in, in about um well it ended when it ended like, we didn't even realize it, like, but we would have, if we could do anything, of course, if we could go back in time, we'd do a lot of different things, right? We'd buy certain stocks, we'd do the, but if we could go back in time, we just would have started this about 10 years earlier. But it wasn't, like, known. I didn't know anything about it 10 years. I mean, it was still, it was definitely happening. There were people doing it, but they didn't talk about it because it was so crazy. It was crazy talking about it a year ago. Now everybody knows. So metabolic health, as Paul Saladino says, like no one's talking about it. It's like, you know, th- th- that's the whole key here. We're looking for vaccines. That's such a stupid, so dumb, but everyone's outing Bill Gates now. And so it's like people are, it's, it's, there's a great awakening happening. There's a super great awakening and this is amazing. So we're seeing this very clearly now from our perspective, from a meditative perspective, we're seeing it like, wow, this is all part of the plan. Like trust the plan. Like, this is a thousand percent what's supposed to be happening, is that we had a, a collective moment of insanity, but it, it pulled the curtain back, and now we're seeing things clearly as they are. And while a vaccine or whatever is going to give solace to some people, um, that's not the answer for the ones that are awake. The ones that are awake know that vaccines are deadly and that you don't need a vaccine. Your body can handle everything it thro- that's thrown at it to a certain extent. I mean, not going to drink arsenic, but the great even the the, the great yogis Neem Karoli Baba, shout out Shiva the destroyer, right? Great story about him. He took a bunch of acid <laughs> from Ramdas and he was like, "What? What's up?" So like we can, the body can handle stuff and you have to let your body do the work. You have to let go. You just got to let go. And when you let go and you stop your addictive things, you subtract, you subtract, letting go is subtraction. You subtract sugar, you subtract junk food first, you subtract desserts, you just subtract sweets and then you start subtracting other things like things that you think are healthy like quinoa. Quinoa is like low testosterone. Um, you know, you, 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 every, all the vegan stuff, you just start to eliminate. You let it fall away. You let it fall away. The vegetables, you know, fruits. Here's the deal with fruits. I've got the, the best paleo analysis I've ever heard about fruits. Fruits are meant to be eaten in season. So once a year in the fall. Whatever is supposed, whatever is growing around in the environment where you live, but actually not that, where your ancestors come from. So a lot of us, that doesn't even make sense because we're mixed race and we're, you know, our ancestors are from different parts of the world. So you know, how do you even figure that out? So, but it's, but the point of it is, you eat a bunch of fruits so you get fat for the winter. But do you really need to get fat for the winter? There's plenty of food the food is plentiful, so you don't even need to do that so that's the point of fruit and that's why like we were always like okay, but like if if fruit Tastes good. Like, like we, we, we got the logic behind vegetables. They taste like terrible unless you soak them in olive oil. Then we like, we got the idea that vegetables were not supposed to be eaten, but we're like, why fruit? Like why is fruit so beautifully colored and you know, so tasty and, and sweet. And it was, it is an evolutionary advantage during times of winter. If you're fat, And so that's what fruit is for. So fruit will make you fat. And if you're for some reason going to hibernate in the winter like a bear and not go out and hunt and get eat and eat meat, then yeah, you should probably have some fruit in in the fall. Or if you want to kind of have that time period as like kind of your, your, um, just to feel like you are getting some variety in your food, then go crazy, enjoy it, but do it in the fall and do fruits that like maybe you would have had in, you know, wherever you grew up. Not not grew up, but like wherever your, evol- wherever your, wherever your uh, ancestors came from. And so who knows what that is at this point because all the fruit is totally different. But the point being is if you're going to have fruit, like I love blueberries, I love raspberries. I haven't had any in 18 months, but I, I like, okay, that's going to be in the fall, which is nowhere, nowhere near the fall right now. I will maybe have a little, uh, see how that goes. We'll do that experiment then. But for now, enjoy the awakening. Trust the process. Trust the plan. It's all happening. Um, It's amazing to be in Houston around people that get it. Uh, I I look forward to to coming back to California when that shifts. It feels like it's shifting. Saw this great shot by a a local Fox uh, newscaster that showed that the 10 freeway going uh, East actually, which is which is weird. Yesterday was jammed, and so um, good to see the people have had enough. Uh, when the people really have enough, when the people wake up in California, then the the, the, the you know the, those guys, Garcetti and um, what's Gavin Newsom, they're political animals. They want to survive. They want to get elected again. So they will honor the will of the people. And it's great to see the people waking up. And if you've been afraid of this, and if you didn't see it clearly, and if you thought this was real. It's not too late. Don't be embarrassed. It fooled everybody. Um, most of everybody, not the proper animal, of course, but it fooled a lot of people. Don't be embarrassed. I mean, it's really great to say, hey, look, I was wrong about this. Right. With anything, with anything. You know, we, we try to do that all the time. Right. We, you know, we, we like when we're when we're just own up to stuff. We even own up to stuff that we really don't even have to own up to just to feel like oh, we're accountable. It's on us, and then you'll feel better and release that, and, and then you can kind of, you, with a clear conscience. now, you can move forward and push for the right things, push for the right things. So we're super stoked that you're with us. We're super stoked you're listening. Great numbers on the podcast. Keep listening. Keep sharing it with your friends. This is The Proper Animal. This is the All A to Steak Podcast. It's uh, in the morning time here in Houston, so we're probably going to do another one tonight. Uh, just to make up for some, we, we skipped one yesterday. we skipped one uh, the day before. We want to keep it real. We want to keep uh, our, we want to be accountable to you with our, our broadcasting and so you're uh, going get and even you're gonna get an even, you're getting another one tonight, at least another one, and then we 'll make it up for you this week with the ones we miss. This is the proper animal. This is the all steak podcast we 'll talk to you soon.